If you do not thrive to be the best, if you do not push yourself to be the greatest, you will accomplish nothing. How badly do you want it? How badly do you want it? Hello and welcome to the Six Figure Stylist podcast where we bring on coaches, salon owners, stylists, barbers, interviewing them ultimately to help you take your career to the next level so you can make what you want to make and live the lifestyle that you want to live. And today I have with us Jean Ann Middleton. She's a beauty business coach with 10 years plus in experience, tons of certifications in the beauty business industry. And, uh, and, and she's an educator as well. And she primarily focuses on helping beauty professionals scale to six figures and beyond. So I'm excited to have you on Jean Ann and talk about all the things that make you tick and how you help people. So thanks for hopping on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It's going to be Let's awesome. Go. Let's go. Yeah. So I love the energy. Let's bring it. And, and that's where we, I love to like, just ask, you know, the origin story because everyone has a different path that brought them into this place. You know, it's like 50, 50, mm -hmm. some people accidentally fell into the beauty industry and other people, it's like they were born. They knew out of their mother's womb, they were going to be in, in not this, this girl let me Where? tell you i have a crazy origin story yeah I'm let's hear it 45 tomorrow Come so on, congrats. Happy i birthday. actually look a lot younger than i am i know that i get you i get you um but <laughs> i haven't been in the beauty industry for very long like really 10 years really? is not that long of a time um i was event an event planner i was a very successful event planner i liked what I did, but it was so like soul sucking sometimes like brides and all that. And I just decided I wanted something different. I want to take control of who I was, how I spent my time. So I started originally, I was like, I'm just going to make like a couple hundred bucks a month. I'm going to start a beauty business. And that's the way it's going to be. And right from the word go, I was waitlisted full like I cracked into the six figures in my sixth month I joined an uh, um, one of the largest academies in the world in my seventh month as an educator so it was very like whew, like it just went so crazy fast that I was like I almost couldn't catch my breath then I opened a brick and mortar with staff and then it just kind of like you know, we all get it. I mean, I'm 45. Around the 42-year-old mark, I found my body was like, um, no, thank you. I was starting to feel a lot more aches and pains and all those things that most normal people probably wouldn't feel. And I decided that I wanted to either A, slow down or B, take a different route. So that's when I started really leaning into course creation um, leaning into coaching, leading into mentoring, all that stuff, which is quite frankly, what gives me joy. Yeah. Now this is so interesting because, you know, a lot of people, they go into the beauty industry and it takes them years to get to that six figure level, but you came in six months, boom. Six months. So what were you just born? Yeah. Were you just born with skills? <laughs> no, it was, you know, I had somebody who taught me who was pretty good in the industry, Okay. But I, I think because I was like 
I got nothing to lose. I tell every single person that I coach, the only way that you're going to be successful is if you put, like I always say, we're in the pool. you got to jump in the pool. You can't be like one foot in, one foot out. I'm out the door. I'm in, you know, like you got to jump in. And that's what I did. I was like, I will do whatever I have to do to make this successful. And I built an insane referral program. I built my whole business on referrals. Oh, okay. Time 12 years ago, social media was there, but it wasn't like it is now. So it was yeah. like, you didn't have crazy referrals. You're screwed, so to speak. Right. Yeah. So we um, developed this massive referral and I, I was handing out referrals left, right, and center. In the beginning, I have teenagers. And in the, at that time, I had teenagers. In the beginning, all their friends wanted to come see me, but they couldn't afford it. So they were referring, 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 referring all the time. And it just went, whew, like, I was waitlisted at three months wow. from that alone. Single thing alone was wait, so referral. It sounds like referral program, but you said you learned from somebody. Now, I heard a quote the other day. It said, experience is a great teacher, but it's better if it's someone else's experience and uh, oh. that's like, that's, you know, yeah. if you want to shave years off your journey, I think hiring a coach is one of the oh fastest ways that you can actually get to where you want to go faster because you get to just, you know, I, I describe coaching as like, you know, you, you're, you're in hell Island or you're in your current state mm -hmm. of existence and you have an mm -hmm. ideal state of existence. You know, you're, maybe you're making very little right now. You don't have enough time with your kids. You're working behind the chair and you just want to be where you can work less, but make six figures and you don't know how to get there. Well, it might take you a few years. You have to swim through shark infested waters to get from hell Island to heaven Island. And you got to climb over mountaintops, or you could call somebody who's already been through all of that. And they can condense their seven, 10 year journey down into like three months, six months for you. And you don't mm -hmm. have to go through all of that. And you can accelerate your growth so fast when you hire a coach for whatever you're trying to get good at. It could be whatever it is. And it doesn't matter. The coach will be, has gone through, like, you're going to learn from the lessons of what the coach has learned, like done wrong, like their errors, their trials and tribulations. Like, I'm not saying like COVID was definitely very difficult for us, right? At the time we just opened a brick and mortar. So it was extremely difficult. And, but now I know how to prep myself for those types of situations. So when people come to me, I'm like, okay, this is what you got to do right? Instead of you having to go through those ups and downs yourself, right? And yeah. that's the thing. I had somebody that was like, don't waste your time. At the time, social media was mm, not that great. Don't waste your time on social media. Come out with an aggressive referral program. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. And it still works to this day. That still works. Talk about it. Tell everybody it's got to be aggressive. And that's what I did. I yeah. talked about it to everybody. Like, you know, and it worked out great, but you're hundred percent right. It's like yeah. everybody learns from the, the trials and tribulations of the person before you. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the same in, in our industry education. What I love about the hair industry and the beauty industry is how much everyone values education and they value mm -hmm. investing in their tools, uh, you know, going to hair shows, going to events, different things. But I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, if you condensed all of the investments financially into marketing on social media and the tools and all of the cutting classes or color classes or extension classes or whatever, you know, PMU classes or whatever you're trying to learn. And, and you, you're learning all these skills, right? But sometimes it's, you, you need someone to show you, you can go and get certifications in anything, but there's really not as many resources for people to get skills in their, in the growth of their business, like the business backend. 
I mean, I have a client who just started today. She's been in the beauty industry for 32 years. Wow. So she's just coming to me now. She's done this a lot, up and down. Staff, a bunch of staff just quit working on staff, you know, getting them good staff, staff that are going to stay, booth rental versus split cuts worth it, all that stuff. You can have all the skills in the world, baby. But if you don't know how to run that business like yeah. a machine, you're it's going to be hard. And the, quite yeah. frankly, most people are spending so much time in their business, like doing hair, doing nails, doing whatever, that they're not actually working on their business. And then they come to me and they're like, I don't understand. I'm so frustrated. Yeah. I've been making $50,000 for the last five years. And I'm like, well, when do you work on your business? Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's, it, they own a job. They don't own a business. Mm, and it's yeah. a totally different story. And, and, and that's, you know, with, with all of that, do you feel like there's like a main theme that comes up when you're working with beauty industry professionals that is like, this is the thing that I feel like if I could just fix this one thing for all of them, like, uh, you know, you, you would attack that first and foremost. I mean, people get in a state of desperation, right? So yeah. this is how I analog analogize the whole thing. You're in a car, you're in this beautiful car, you're doing your business and you hit a pothole and something goes wrong, whether it's a pandemic, you, you maybe aren't getting new clients, whatever. And we all get out and we're like staring at this pothole and you're stuck, right? So you're in this desperate state, you're staring at this pothole. So what do you do? What's the first reaction people do? They discount their services. And I'm like, every day my soul leaves my body. I'm telling you. I'm like, no, God, no. Like, I'm like, please don't stop just doing that because you're you're yeah. now, you're not making any money. Like I spoke to a girl a couple of weeks ago in Texas. She consistently for eight months is not making money. I'm like, so then why are you doing it? What is the point of having a business if you're not making money? You could go and get a job and make money. It doesn't yeah. make sense, right? So there's ways of marketing yourself that you are the, the pro, your premium, your sanitation, the quality, the level of service that you're offering, that if you are showcasing that, there is no reason why somebody wouldn't pay premium top dollar. But we get in these desperate states and we're like, I'm going to buy a Groupon. I'm going to go into a Groupon or I'm going to offer a special or whatever. And you're just selling yourself short. Like it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. When let me, let's talk about Groupon for a second because when I, <laughs> I when I, I I don't run a I don't run a marketing agency anymore for salons. Uh, I put that on the shelf. But when I did, one of the things that a lot of salons would try and do are these Groupons or these different specials. And yeah. uh, you know, and I get it. You need a hook to get somebody in the door. But here's here's the issue: is that you have to think about what type of person is mm -hmm. actually typing groupon.com or going to the groupon app into their phone. They're deal shoppers. Yeah. So therefore when they find a good deal and they decide to claim that offer on groupon, mm -hmm. well, in six to eight weeks when they need to rebook, where do you think they're at again? They're looking for another deal. hundred percent. So, and when you showcase yourself as a premium supplier of whatever you do, right? They're always going to come back because they like who you are. Yeah. And the experience, there's like a cache value. Like when you raise your prices, you start to attract a different type of clientele. Exactly. And, uh, and I feel like this comes up on almost every single podcast, you know, when it comes to pricing and things like that, because there's so many people that are hung up on it. So, uh, 
what what would you say to someone who's afraid to raise their prices? I mean, obviously you're not going to come into the gate and be like, I'm raising everything a hundred bucks. That's yeah. not, it's on a scale. So I never recommend doing it like in a one shot deal on a scale, but how you are showing, okay, so here's how I say, since the pandemic, social media has become a promotion madhouse, which means everybody's, you just scroll, it's all promotion, 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 promotion. All I were doing is promoting our business. You need to start looking at how can I get these people to know, like, and trust me? If they know, like, and trust you, they are going to book with you and they don't care what the price is, right? So how are you educating them? What does your space look like? What is your hygiene? What is your level of service? Who are you? Like I go on so many people's um, pages every day and there's no pictures of them. Just it's a just wall of hair. And I'm like, girl, who are you? If I want to do business with you, I need to know who you are. It's right? like an eternal scroll of balayage. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> if I'm looking for a new hairdresser and I'm like scrolling through and I'm like, okay, this girl looks beautiful. She's got a nice personality. She has a really cute family. Look at her space. It's gorgeous. It's relaxing. Oh my God. Look at her hygiene. Everybody's all about the hygiene right now. Right. And sanitation and all that. Then they're going to look at it and they're going to go, Oh, she's $20 more than everybody else. Oh, well they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to make sure that you're sprinkling in like a lot of personal life stuff, you know, in the, I wouldn't say a lot, but you know, you want to make sure that you're still a real person and you're not just. Exactly. You know, and because if you. not, they look, everybody is the same. So why would I go from 80 to hundred to 120? I'm going to go with the 80 because they all look the same. Yeah. Yeah. But what level of service are you giving me? Yeah. Right. Like that's the key. Like, what are you going to give me that nobody else is going to give me? Yeah. And there's, and there's a lot of ways you could go into, you know, if everyone's the same and you can start posting new types of content where people can connect with you, but then still, how are people going to discover you? And I could go into a whole host of things and just like you know, ways of being discoverable that do not require you to, you know, do a discount and on your services. But one thing I did want to kind of circle back to, mm -hmm. you had mentioned you're working with a, a client who's 32 years in the business. And, yeah. um, you know, I think that's pretty impressive on her part because oh, I've found so many beauty professionals that after a certain mark, uh, they feel like they know it all and mm -hmm. they've been in it so long and it takes humility to really say, you know what, I may have been doing this for 10, 20, 30 years, but are you willing to learn from someone who maybe has only been doing it for two years, but they've scaled a lot faster than you and, and laying down that feeling like, you know, there's, there's really, I would say there's two areas where people get stunted in their growth. One, they believe they can do it themselves. Yeah. Two, they don't believe it's possible. And mm -hmm. so you fall into either one of those. If you want to make six figures plus, either you don't believe it's possible. And so you need someone to come alongside of you that will help you, you know, shift your beliefs and your mindset about what actually is possible. And sometimes you might believe it's possible, but you might think it's possible five years from now, 10 years from now. Well, what if but it could be possible in six months? What if it's possible next year? And so you need someone to come alongside of you, help you change those mindsets, increase your belief in yourself and hold you accountable to the goals that you set for yourself. And then on the other side of it, you think you can do it yourself. So, well, you're going to be, uh, you, you, you probably are right. 
you could definitely figure it out yourself. You're not stupid, but it might take you a lot longer to get there than if you just had someone come alongside of you and help you in the first place. So that's why I think it's impressive that you have, you know, again, going back to that car analogy, imagine how many potholes she's hit in her lifetime, like in and out and potholes. And, but that, that's the thing. When I say you're working in your business, not on it, you're so in it that it's my job to look above it. What is going on in the bigger picture that we can be like, okay, like nobody wants to work six days a week, 10 hour days. That's where she works in her business. Like nobody wants to work that. Like that's, you know, we don't get into being our own entrepreneurs and starting our own business to work 60 hours a week. No, thank you. Right. So it's like, how can I get from here to here? What's going to happen in the gap in between, right? And But we're so focused on clients that we're taking and what's going on in the day-to-day that we're not looking at the bigger picture. And that's what she wasn't doing. She yeah. was so in it, but not looking at it. And in one session, we know exactly where she's going, what her goals are, how we're going to get there, what has to happen, because we're looking at this, yeah. right? That's why. So what, what would you... You've mentioned a couple of things that I think are important for people to be able to scale their income, which was, you know, referrals. Uh, you talked about, you know, guest experience, you've talked about increasing pricing, but apart from just referrals and increasing pricing, you know, you work with people, I don't know how long you work with them. I know you do a lot of one-on-ones, but like apart from just increasing your pricing and referrals, there's gotta be more to it than just that. I mean, the marketing, the social media thing is a, is a beast, but it works. If you utilize engagement properly on your social media and you know how to communicate with people, like you're not, I always call it posting and praying. I'm just going to throw this up there and I'm going to pray that somebody's going to book, right? It doesn't work like that, right? It's the social media is such a big beast that if you're actually utilizing social media properly, yeah. it's really important, right? Like so that you can get the, because the fact of the matter is that's where most people come from nowadays, right? Like I don't believe in ad spending. I believe that if you are using your social media properly and you are engaging with those people that are hurting, like, and when I say engaging, I mean, thanks so much for liking my post. How are you today? I'm not selling you something. I'm just, I'm just connecting with you. I want to know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people, again, it's all promotion. I just want to sell, 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 like get in your business and really start looking at who's there. Right. Uh, I think you're right because. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just when I've seen it, like, and I'm not, most people look at me, like when I tell them to do this in the beginning, they're like, girl, you're crazy. I don't have time for that. I'm like, I'm not talking about hours a day. I'm talking my most successful. She's in my group program. um, Student that does this. She does 15 minutes a day. That's it. That's all she does. She's engaging with her people or her organic um, people 15 minutes a day. That's it. Yeah. It's a lot. And when you do it properly, you don't even need to have tens of thousands of followers on Instagram or TikTok, or if you learn how to leverage the attention that you're getting correctly and convert them into paying clients that are actually going to sit in your chair, that's where the magic happens. But I do, I do want to dive in a little bit more for you because I'm, I'm probably on the other side. I actually, I believe passionately in organic marketing, just like what you're talking about and, 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 and communicating with people like a human, not like you're just some sales robot. Uh, but, but like, but I also, 
I am a firm believer. I've seen the power in, in ad spend and, and what that can do when it's leveraged correctly. But I would say typically uh, foundation is, well, get your organic right, get your flow happening, see business coming in like that. And then once you dial that in, if you add money to what is working, because right. there's, there's like two sides, like you're either going to get attention through blood, sweat, and tears, posting yeah. consistently, engaging with your followers or money. You can, you can right. get attention but with money. So where are you people, at on that? People, well, what happens is people come in with ad spend. They think that's the solution to their problem. Mm. And it's not. Right. So they're like any clients, I'm going to start throwing all this money at Facebook and Instagram and, you know, doing all this. And I'm like, okay, but have you done, like you said, have you laid the foundation out X, Y, Z first? Have you tried that? It doesn't cost you anything. Right. And then you can start to look at, you know, doing some ad tests and doing that. But until you've set yourself up with all those other things, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You're just going to be leading people. You're going to, I see so many ads on Instagram every single yeah. day and, and there's just, uh, and people in the beauty industry, they just want to boost posts and think that clients are going to yeah. magically walk in the door. And that just doesn't happen. Uh, and, and, and there's, there's a reason they're not doing it in a way. It's like, I'll, let me just go on on this a little bit. Cause I'll see an yeah. ad and yeah. it'll be like a balayage, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I'll click on it to see, okay, where's this person actually at? I'm in Colorado. I'm in Denver, Colorado. That person's in Michigan. Okay. That's a problem. So here's the problem. They're paying money to show the picture of their balayage to a bro in Denver when they are trying to get women in Michigan. So what just happened? They They just just wasted money money in the air and they're just hoping that somebody's going to catch a dollar because they don't know what, how to set it up properly, how to do the audiences, everything. They don't know how to do it. And the thing is, I always tell people, if you don't know, find out how, yeah. like we were talking at the beginning, there's so many people that coach on ads and, and how to do that. I will say, I have a little bit of a differing opinion about, you know, I, I recently, so in my beauty business, I used to always source out. Okay. And I was like here, like I was just like at this glass ceiling window of revenue and I was getting frustrated and I was like, what's happening? And I just felt like my word wasn't getting out like who I am and what I communicate. So I did take everything back myself. I don't recommend that to everybody. If you have the time and you can do that, it really lays the foundation for what do you want your business to look like? What are the words? How does it look like? How does it portray to the industry? Right. Um, Does it take a lot of time? Yeah. I do all my sales myself. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? But like two months ago, I was really struggling with calls. I had a just a one-off meeting with a sales professional that showed me how to do calls. If you don't know what you're doing, get the help, yeah. right? If not, you're still stuck in that pothole wondering why you're not getting clients. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one right? of those things where if you have the time and you can create stuff on Canva and you can learn how to run ads yourself as yeah. a salon owner or have someone that yeah. works with you running your social media, uh, you know, I know from experience, if you go and hire a professional marketing agency for your salon, it's going to be minimum 1500 a month plus yeah. ad spend six to 900 a month in ad spend on top of that. If you want somebody that really knows what they're doing, that's what it's going to cost. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you have to look at, well, how many new clients, you know, how many extension clients or how many color clients you need to get in just to cover that. Uh, now it, I, I will tell you, I've, it's a lot easier to run on the back end once you figure it out. 
and uh, you don't, I would recommend that every salon has in-house learns how to do it uh, so that they can. That was uh, one of the biggest mistakes. Like I said, when you're a coach, you teach others to not do what you do. I started out vice versa. I sourced it out. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, why are we not bringing in people? What is happening? I'm spending all this money and nothing was happening. And I was like, and then when I got my new coach this year, she was like, you need to do this all yourself. And I was like, girl, you're crazy. I was like, I don't have time for this. And she's like, no, seriously. And once I started doing that, that's when I started to see the results. Now that it's scaled a lot more, would I outsource it again? Absolutely. But now I don't know. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I was like, if it's a time issue and you don't have the time to learn or you don't have the technical capacity to like dive into the back end of that stuff, then yeah, of course, pass it off for sure. And that's why, you know, marketing agencies exist for that stuff. But um, now, yeah, I think that I'd be curious to see where all this is going for you. You know, you've been coaching for a while now. You have a number of clients. Uh, you know, you moved into it because of burnout. Oh, that was another thing I wanted to ask. Cause you said that you had scaled really fast. Your business was doing really successful, but then you started to notice that wear and tear. Yeah. So you transitioned yeah. into coaching. Well, how are you helping other beauty professionals scale, but also not burn out? Me personally? Yeah. I mean, I've learned from the error of my ways, right? So, I mean, when you have something that you're extremely passionate about, you're willing to put in more time than if you're working for somebody else. Let's be, be real, right? Like that's the end of the day. If it's yours and you're, it's your money, you're willing to do whatever it takes. Right. So in this industry, like we got a lot going on in this business, but obviously it's my baby. So I'm willing to do a little bit more, but for me, I don't really like the word balance. I feel like it's an icky word. And as a female, Mm. I feel like females are like preached. You have to be balanced. You have to have your kids and everything has to be perfect and everything. That's not reality, right? Mm -hmm. It's never going to be sunshine and roses in in my house. And that's okay. I'm, I'm used to that now. Um, I believe that a lot of it is structure. I'm very structure oriented with my schedule, right? A lot of it is, this is going to sound so crazy. And every time I say it, people are like, what? Having no phone zones. We are so addicted to our phones now that I have no phone zone from five until 7.30 every night. So I literally have to turn off my phone and put it in my desk drawer. Like that's one thing. How has that one thing changed your life? Because now, like if I work at night, that's fine. Right. Because what happens is if you don't, if you're constantly on your phone, your brain is not turning off. So your nervous system is, is going crazy and you're like stressed out and you never get that break. Right. So when you have a no phone zone, you go from here down to here, you can have a break. You can engage with your family. You can do whatever you have to do. And it just brings you down a little bit so that for me, I go back at seven 30 some nights. That's okay. Because I've done my time, right. Mm-hmm. That I need to come down and relax. Right. Okay. And it's just, the thing is you can't spend 24 seven in your business. We've all seen it. It burns you out. And then you're not as good in your business as you should be. It's true. Right. right? I, and I, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to go back to what you said about balance, because I agree with you hundred percent. There's this idea that if you could equally balance out all these different portions in your life, then you're going to find some kind of harmony. But 
if you look at everything in life, it's mm -hmm. actually not as much balance as it is tension. And so mm -hmm. the way that I look at it is being a hundred percent committed to all areas that creates tension. You're a hundred percent committed to your business. You're a hundred percent committed to your family. And if you could just follow me for a moment when it comes to like an analogy and you think of where does life happen on planet earth? It's in the tension between the North and the South pole. Yeah. All of life exists in the middle of tension. And if you think about a music, uh, a musical instrument for a moment, if those strings were trying to be balanced, they would all be loose on the guitar. But the tension between those two things is what actually creates the music in the middle. So yeah. instead of trying to be balanced and perfectly divide out all of your things, be 10x, 100% committed to every single area of your life and go all in on it and then let that tension happen. And I know that's a little bit, uh, maybe it contradicts what a lot of people try and create, but. No, I it's 100% true though, right? Like it's 100% true because you, there's give and take and it's never going to be like, if you're going to have ebbs and flows in your business and in your life, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Right. And, but you have to have, I hate the word balance, but like harmony in both er like areas, but there's also other things, fun stuff, finances, health. Like, are you working out and you taking care of yourself? Like there's such a round picture and definitely for females. I know you could probably say males feel this, but definitely for females, we're taught that we have to be the perfect mom. We have to have the perfect house. We have to have the perfect business. Like we have to do all the things. Well, that's not reality. I would love to meet somebody that could do that. Yes. <laughs> Sign me up. Right. But what happens is we put all this pressure and it's like, girl, like I say to my clients all the time, girl, you're scaling right now. It's not going to feel good. The tension, like you said, is very lean towards one direction, the work direction right now. That's okay. It's not going to be like that forever. Right. Right. And yeah. then as things balance out, the tension's more proper, right. And, yeah. and balanced. And that's what we have to realize is, to take away from that, you know, idealism of it and just look at what is reality. I'm scaling. Once I get to normal, I can work on balancing again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why this is coming up. Have you heard the, the, the three different, like there's play, there's yeah. rest, and then there's work. Yeah. You heard this. Yeah. Cause it's like, you can, you can work really hard and not be getting enough rest. You can be resting a lot and not working enough. Yeah. But the thing that I think was the biggest revelation for me was that play is not rest. And, you know, I don't know, just, just imagine taking your kids to a, uh, a theme park. Yeah. It was not, it was, might be fun, but you are not resting. And, and for some reason, I think so many people think that, you know, doing a lot of activity is somehow restful and maybe they don't, but for me, that was big because no phone zone is so important. It doesn't mean that you're like running here from there. It may just mean you're having dinner with your family. Yeah. Just doing it's a half an hour of compressed time. That is, you know, your nervous system isn't whacked as entrepreneurs. Our nervous system is always at a high and that's why people have anxiety. They have panic disorders. They have depression, all this stuff because our nervous system is like all the time. Right. Just having that where you can decompress once your things are a little bit quieter at home, you can go on your phone, answer your clients, do whatever. Right. Yeah. But you, your body needs that time because what ends up happening is your body will be at that full DEF CON 10 all the time. It doesn't know how to turn off. Mm. So you don't sleep. And then you have anxiety problems and you're burnt out because you're always at this like 
heightened state of alert, right? I can speak yeah. to experience. I lived like that for eight years. It's horrible. Yeah, right? I think, you know, I, I, I still need yeah. to listen to our own advice here because I, it's, what is it, 3, 3, it's almost 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure all I've had is coffee today. And uh, <laughs> you know what? But I feel great right now. We'll see how I feel in a little while. Yeah. But yeah. Now, uh, I wanted to ask you this as we kind of come to a close here, but, you yeah. know, with all of your students that you've worked with, do you have any story in particular that stands out among the rest where someone just had such a crazy breakthrough that, you know, that you could share? I mean, oh, I have so many. I mean, in my whole coaching career, nine years, I've worked with hundreds of different people. Is there anything um, stand out? Yeah, there's, so there's a lash artist that I've worked with for years out of um, British Columbia, Canada. Okay. And she has always wanted to quit her job and go full in, like full in, like we're in the pool type thing, right? Yeah. And we have been chasing the circle as I speak. Sometimes a lot of people will get a coach, but they won't actually implement a lot of it. Mm -hmm. They'll show up at the calls or they won't show up to calls because I do one-on-ones, but I also do group programs. And a lot of time in a group program, you don't have as much accountability. So they won't show up or whatever. Right. So she's been in my newest group program since May. And by the end of July, she was waitlisted. Two months. She was in there Come on. doing what she was doing, quit her job. Like she stands out among us. And I'm like, every time I'm like, this is no different than what I've been telling you for years. Wow. Years, like probably three or four years she's been with me. What so, was the, what was like the pain threshold for her? Because that caused her to really actually take action and go all in with no plan B. I think you come to a point where you're just sick and tired, right? Mm. She's sick and tired of working for somebody else. She's sick and tired of investing in programs and not giving it her 100% all. She's sick and tired of not having the clients that she wants and deserves, right? So she made, uh, when we talked, I said, if you're coming into this program, you're showing up on every call and you're doing the homework. She's like, yeah, I'm like, you ought to promise me. And she's like, I will. And look what happens. Boom. It's all, it's not, it's not, I can tell you what to do, right? But if you're yeah. not going to show up and actually do the do and do the work, you're not getting anywhere. I think that's so big because you, you can't, yeah. you can, there's internal persuasion and external persuasion. And if you are externally motivating somebody to take action, you know, think like Tony Robbins conference, yeah. everybody's getting hyped up, yeah. you know, and then suddenly that motivation fades after, you know, 100%. a few weeks. But if you can, if you can lead somebody to internally persuade themselves to take action or take a certain course of action that will ultimately benefit them, internal persuasion is them telling themselves, and that's always going to last for the long term. Right. So think about uh, how many people buy courses. So I have a digital course library, and I can see who's bought and, and how who's many watched have all the videos. Have, uh, and how many have actually even logged in. And I can tell you 90% number login. See, this is so phenomenal to me because people want to buy programs and coaching programs and online courses about anything that you could possibly imagine. But the yeah. percentage of people that actually finish is so small. And I think that's why if you're going to, this is a recommendation for anybody listening. If you're going to join a, a program or a coach or an online course or anything about anything in particular in the future, 
make sure that there's, you know, one, you're a hundred percent committed yourself, but that there's also a strong support team uh, that'll hold you accountable, walk you all the way through that process so that you actually do finish what you signed up for. And then ultimately get the results that you were promised. Um, because I've found when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, coaching programs and courses and things like that, there's really, um, I would say that there's really three main things that I've seen happen. Um, and you know, it's, uh, it's, it's basically one, the, somebody joins a program and as they're going through it, the content is if what I'm trying to say is if someone joins a program and they don't get the results that they were hoping for or promised, it really right. comes down to like three things a lot of times. And, and that is, um, one, the information that they were being taught was either ineffective or out of date. That could be one thing. Yeah. Uh, two, it could be that, you know, what was being taught was good, but there's a lot of difficulty taking that very general information and actually getting the support to implement and execute it successfully for their specific situation. So it wasn't really customizable for them or three. And this is a big one, which is what we're talking about is that, you know, the coach was good. The information was solid. Other students were getting results and yeah. they just didn't show up. And, and usually I, I say to people, people something, something in the middle of the night, you saw an ad or whatever of mine or whatever you saw. And you're like, toilet. I want to buy that. Something told you I want to buy that. So what was that? Yeah. That made you, and you just have to set, like I was explaining to my client, one of my clients this morning, stop looking at the big elephant one bite at a time, little piece at a time, little, 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 one module at a time, right? But we look at this whole big course. Oh my God, it's going to take me forever. Just start with one module. Yeah. Like that's all you got to do. Like little pieces, one by one. It's it's so, crazy when you break it down like that. So where can people find you? If, if someone, you know, if, if someone is resonating with you right now and, and, you know, they like what you have to offer, where can they find you to learn more about how they can grow their business to six figures? We have something. You guys are going to be the first. I haven't even told anybody. So you guys Come are the on. first. Oh yeah. So we have an app launching next week, which I'm super excited about. It's called Beauty Pro Elite. So you'll be able to find it in the iOS store starting on Monday. Beauty and Pro Elite. Beauty Pro Elite. What, yeah. What does what does this app do? So it's going to be it's twenty dollars a month, and there's all sorts of uh, videos in there already. How marketing? Why are you here? Uh, self-improvement. Uh, we talk about financing, a little bit of a tease that way. And then when you come into, that's in the free side, when you come into the paid side, it's more expansive. So we're going to be talking a lot about marketing, how to get clients, which is everybody that I talk to is like, how do I make more money? How do I get clients? Yeah, That's the number one thing. And then once a week I'm in there, you can submit a question and cool. I will go through the questions live too as well. And then if you're wanting information about any of the programs from one-on-ones to courses to <laughs> group programs, um, I laugh because I just do a lot. Um, you can find me at um, Beauty Defined Coach. Okay. Beauty okay. Defined Coach. That's on Instagram? Yes, sir. Awesome. And I'll drop that in the show notes, but I appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge. And uh, I know we've been planning on having you on for a while. So glad we were able to finally do that. And I get a little uh, crazy and compassionate, but you know, 
good. That's what we need. So appreciate <laughs> yeah. you coming on and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, if you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and follow on Instagram at Mr. Fully Booked so you can stay up to date on all things mindset, marketing, and salon life. See you on the next episode. Thanks.